You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. The Dining at Disney Podcast. The Dining at Disney Podcast. You know the thing about good food? It brings folks together from all walks of life. Your ultimate source for the wonderful world of dining at the Disneyland and Walt Disney World Resort. If you are what you eat, then I only want to eat the good stuff. Kristen and Bubba are your guides on this culinary adventure. People are going to line up for miles around just to get a taste of my food. Our food. <laughs> Join them as they discuss the latest food news, expert tips, recommendations, and trip planning advice as it relates to Disney dining. Try the gray stuff. It's delicious. Don't believe me? Ask the dishes. From quick service to fine dining, you'll discover all the best restaurants and food as you hungrily explore the Disney parks. Do this thing! The Dining at Disney Podcast. And now your hosts, Kristen and Bubba. Welcome to another episode of the Dining at Disney podcast, your ultimate source for delicious discussion about dining at Disneyland and Disney World. I am your hostess with the bostess, Kristen, I guess you could say I'm a Disney travel guru, and my co-host, Bubba, former cast member, restaurant guru, and future Club 33 member. How are you doing today, Bubba? I'm doing excellent. Yeah, I'm trying to get that Club 33 membership going. Starting to save up right now. So I think I have about 20000 to go left. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> it's it's a work in progress, right? Yes. Yeah, so you can put down your penny. name. You can have your name put on it. And then by the time you can actually get in, you'll have the money for it, right? Yes. I, yeah, definitely. Just takes a couple decades, but I'll be there. Well, today we are going to be discussing the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival Preview, which just occurred on Sunday, June 26th, and we were there as part of media and got to sample many of the delicious dishes. Uh, For those of you that are watching this on YouTube, uh, you can see here, this is the menu that we got to taste. It is a very long menu of food and drink. So, uh, unfortunately, I did not get to sample everything. It was only two hours long, and being only one mouth there, it was a lot to try and <laughs> try and accomplish. So, we, I did get a chance to try many of the dishes. So, that's, that's really what we're going to be talking about today. I also have the audio from Marianne Hunnell who is the culinary program manager for the Walt Disney World Company. And uh, she did a nice presentation explaining some of the new dishes, as well as uh, some of the new artists that we can look forward to for the Eat to the Beat concert series and new special dining events that will be taking place both at the park as well as at some of the resorts. So that'll be following our discussion of the preview. Okay, Bubba. So since we're skipping news today, we're going straight to the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival preview. All right, let's do it. I can't wait to hear about this. I wish it was. I wish it was something you could have. You could attend with us because it's so much fun to get to do this. Uh, they have it set up in Epcot. It's at the World Show Place. It's in between uh, Canada and the the UK Pavilion, and this. 
building that it's housed in was built for the millennial celebration they had that kicked off back mm. in 1999. And now cool. they just use it for special events like like this one. But it's a, a nice place to have it. They have music. Uh, everything is, it was set up buffet style. So you would walk up and it would have, you know, for example, one of the things that we got to try was from South Korea. It's a Korean-style barbecue beef with steamed rice and cucumber kimchi. So you would get in line and grab the plate from that. Next to it would probably be uh, a, a booth that featured either wine or beer. And then it was food, and it kind of went that way. So you could pair things together um, that they had. Even nice. if they weren't paired together during the festival at this event, it had something that went nicely with it and featured uh, a delicious beverage that along with the food. So speaking of that particular dish from South Korea, I did have an opportunity to try that. Oh, well, I love Korean style beef. It's, that's always one of my favorite dishes. It was really good. It's very flavorful. And for somebody who's worried about the cucumber kimchi, it's more the best way I could explain it to somebody who's never had kimchi. It's kind of like very thinly sliced cucumber and it's it's pickled. Uh, so it's okay. not not quite like having a pickle, but with being a dill flavor. But yeah. it's a it's a, a vinegar based pickling of the cucumber, and it added a lot of flavor to it. It was actually one of my fav- favorite dishes, and this one they did have oh. in the past. So, so they, oh, they have had this one in the past. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, this that sounds delicious right there, especially with the. I mean, I, I have had cucumber kimchi before. Um, I didn't realize it was pickled when I ate it at the time, but it explains why it does have that like kind of flavored, uh, you know, like you said, dill flavor. That went along with the beef that I would think that would accompany it very well with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one thing I also tried, and I didn't eat the roll part of it because I needed to have more room for food, but I did eat the lobster part, was <laughs> what is coming back this year is to Hops and Barley. They're doing a New England lobster crab roll, and it varies from the one in the past. Or like it had just butter added to it. So it was was very, very light, not a heavy dish at all. Mm-hmm. And one of the new items was, and I didn't get a chance to try this one. It was one of the ones that I d- ended up, like, by the time I went to get up there, they were already out. And it was pork tenderloin with uh, <laughs> cannellini bean, ragu, and Zinfandel reduction. And that's a new item, and it's going to be at what they're calling Wine and Dine Studio this year. And uh, it did look delicious, but unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to try it. Well, the pork tenderloin I had at um, the Food and Wine Festival here at Disney California, that wasn't great at all, in my opinion. But I do love pork tenderloin. It was just very dry. It wasn't flavored properly, in my opinion. Um, Oh, no. That's why I was hoping you got to try that one. I want to see how that one tasted. So hopefully. I heard heard it was really good. It was. And that that the pork was tender. It wasn't dried out or anything. And um, that's one thing I'll say overall. I found all of the meats to not be dry. The presentation of it was fantastic. Everything was just cooked just the way you would want it to be. Nice. So that I, I will say overall that was one of the one of the things that I was very glad to see. Right. And yeah. this year for the Chew, they're doing what's called the Chew Collective. And it's a grilled beef skewer with romaine, apricots, and feta cheese. 
So the booth is going to be new as well as the dish. And I did get a chance to try that. And if you like skewered beef, you definitely want to try it. It was nicely cooked, not overcooked, not dry, uh, very tender. And I really like the accompaniments that went with it. It's nice. And if you like things from the Caribbean, they have this year, it's going to be called Islands of the Caribbean. And this pork was a mojo pork with black beans, cilantro, rice, and pickled red onion. Um, Both those are new this year, the marketplace as well as the the dish. And that pork was perfect. Mm. It was really moist. It was really moist. Especially Caribbean pork. Oh, it's so delicious. Uh, And it wasn't... You know, a lot of people, when they think of Caribbean food, they think of spicy. And this isn't spicy. It just no, has no. a nice flavor. New to hops and barley, I did try this dish, is smoked beef brisket and pimento cheese. It's a sandwich that's been served on grilled garlic toast. I love brisket. Love it to death. And I don't like pimento cheese, but I actually like this dish. I thought it was really good. I've never had pimento cheese. Yeah, that's something very different. Have you never had pimento cheese? No, never. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm. It's it's a popular Southern dish. Oh, that's why. I'm not a big fan of it, um, but this was pretty good. I I did like the sandwich. I'll try to find that. uh, They also have for wine and dine studio. In the past, the scallop has been served the past few years over at Scotland. And this year, they're going to feature it over at Wine and Dine Studio. And it's going to be seared and served with truffled celery root puree, Brussels sprouts, and wild mushrooms. And this dish, again, was one of my favorites. But I really like scallops. And it's one of the, you know, the big sea scallops, not the little tiny bay scallops. Um nicely cooked the truffled uh celery root was really nice nicely complimented the the dish so i i was a big fan of that and then at farm fresh they did a chicken and dumplings Mm. and it was stewed chicken with mushrooms and spinach so there's definitely a few dishes that have mushrooms this year and I like mushrooms because I think they add like a nice meatiness to it. You know, they're it's a, a hearty kind of vegetable. I'm not big on mushrooms. I like them diced thin, very thin, very fine. I just don't like big chunks of mushroom. Mushroom. Yeah. Yeah. These were sliced were sliced mushrooms in this dish, uh, and the dumpling was really good. It wasn't overly heavy of a dumpling, um, which. Depending on the country, really depends on how heavy dumplings can get. Uh, as far as I know, the heaviest dumpling in the world comes from the Czech Republic. And it's like really, really dense dumpling. And if you eat one, you're pretty full from that. <laughs> like I was wow. real, when I had it in Prague, I was really surprised by how heavy they were. And in Poland, they're like, you know, a lot of people think our dumplings are heavy until they try them in the Czech Republic. <laughs> they weren't kidding. I was, you know, you think, oh, how heavy can a dumpling be? It's like a seriously dense, heavy dumpling. Ooh, wow. Like you could probably throw one of those dumplings at somebody and hurt them with it. I mean, it's that kind of <laughs> that kind of dumpling, but really good flavor. Huh? As long this as the flavor is good. A heavy dumpling. This is a nice light dumpling. Hey, as long as it's good, you could throw as many as you want at me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't care how heavy they are. <laughs> 
Greece is adding a new dish this year, and this one is perfect for vegans, too. It's loaded Greek. They're calling it nachos. Pita chips. It has meatless sausage uh, crumbles and vegan uh, tzatziki sauce. So if you're a vegetarian or vegan, this is going to be a must-try item for you. And then, as I've said many times, I don't eat duck. I don't eat cute animals. We'll just put it that way. <laughs> so, <laughs> a cow can be cute sometimes. A cow can be very cute. Yeah, but when I was a kid, my mom didn't go, You're eating cow. Like, no, she didn't do that to me. Maybe she did with the veal. You're eating a baby cow, and that ruined veal for oh, me for the rest yeah. of my life. But um, <laughs> I grew up feeding ducks, not eating ducks. So, I think you go to the, you go to the park and you give, Ducks, duck food. So, uh, yeah. this marketplace that this is going to be at has not been named yet. So, it's still a work in progress. But they had duck confit with creamy polenta and fire roasted salsa. And being that I have to be able to try and explain these things to people, I tasted the duck. I just had a little bit of it. And I will tell you, it was one of the favorite dishes from everybody there. Everybody raved about this about this dish. And I will say, um, if you've never had duck on this dish, it tastes like the dark meat from chicken. Mm. That's the yeah. best way. Um, but not as greasy as like the dark meat on chicken can be. Not quite that way. Yeah. Uh, it was tender. It was tasty. And the creamy polenta with the fire roasted salsa, I did get every single bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if it had chicken on, I would have probably had two or three of these these dishes. <laughs> but psychologically, I can't can't get past the fact that it was duck confit. Duck. But, but uh, duck confit is delicious. I've had it at uh, when I covered the avocado festival for you years ago. They served it to us, uh, and that was that was definitely one of the favorite dishes of that festival. Was the duck confit? They had like an avocado puree sauce that was oh, it was just amazing. Yeah. Nice. So I would say, if you don't have a problem eating Donald, you have to try the fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's. Uh, and they have some desserts as well. The desserts that they featured, one, uh, and every time I I think of this this particular company, this is Greece. Another new dish for Greece is Oikos Greek yogurt. I can't help but think of John Stamos. <laughs> <laughs> is he the spokesperson for that he was for like the longest what? time he was in their commercials <laughs> i remember the commercials i forgot what brand it was but yeah all these women were going gaga either for for the dessert not for him though that i think that yes, was because it would it. make make men look like john stamos when they ate it <laughs> yeah that's what right the ad was oh yeah so this one is the Oikos Greek yogurt vanilla cake. It's been soaked in ouzo. If you haven't had it, it is a Greek liqueur. And then it is topped with a whipped yogurt cream and some pistachios. The pistachios are kind of sweet, kind of uh, kind of candied. Oh. And the cake is, is denser than I would have liked it to be. Um, the yogurt whip, whip topping, very light. But the pistachios was my favorite part of the dish. They just... They really added a lot of flavor to it. Pistachios. You can't go wrong with candied pistachios at all. Islands of the Caribbean. 
they did what was called a casito. It's a puff pastry that was filled with the sweet cream cheese and topped with a guava sauce. I didn't get a chance to try it. Uh, the people who were sitting next to me had it and said it was fantastic. Um, I just, I didn't have enough room by the time I got to the desserts. <laughs> I tried three of the four desserts missed that one. Instead, I had to do the one from the chocolate studio, which they've had in the past. It's liquid nitrogen chocolate almond truffle with a warm whiskey caramel sauce. And wow. they, you, you see them like take the take the chocolate and dump it into the liquid nitrogen. So it's one of those things that's so cool to see. And you're like, oh, I, you know, I have to have it. But wouldn't it get too hard to eat? No. Wow. It doesn't. It just goes in there for a second, just adds like a nice, you know, nice little texture to it. It's cool. It was, real, it was yeah, it was a lot of fun to see him make that. And then the Chew Collective... This was one of my favorites, but I am biased. I really like peanut butter. I love peanut butter. So this dish is from the Chew Collective, peanut butter and white chocolate mousse. And I'm a fan of mousse as well. So, And it's uh, drizzled with caramel. And it's got some candied peanuts in it, too, that have like a little bit of um, a little bit of spice to the peanut. You had but, to have tried that. You had to have tried that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, again, if I was not full by the time I got to, to the desserts, I would have had, like I said, the <laughs> casito and I would have gone back and had at least one more of the peanut butter and white chocolate mousse because it was so delicious. So that's all of the food that they had. Which is a lot of food. That is. So we'll discuss some of the marketplace sips that they have. Uh, they did for desserts and champagne, Moet Ice Imperial. Uh, did not get a chance to try that. I'm not. I'm not really a champagne or sparkling wine drinker. Mm-hmm. Um, occasionally, I'll have some prosecco, but that's just not really my thing. Uh, Wine and Dine Studio had Robert Mondavi Winery. Uh, Mastro Red Blend, they ran out. Oh. I went up and the guy goes, oh, I just gave away the last glass. <laughs> like, no, I so wanted to try that. Mondavi is um, very popular when it comes to wine. Very popular. Yeah. Yeah. And then you had Conundrum, White Blend 25th Anniversary. Um, did not get a chance to try that. I heard it was really good if you like blended white wines. Okay. I'm not a big white wine drinker. When I do drink wine, I prefer a, a Chardonnay. Um, but I was, I just didn't get a chance to try that. I would have liked to have, but again, not enough time. Germany, I did not try either of their their wines. They're bringing back their Rieslings from J&H Selbach. Um, the Cabernet and the Ausless um and those they have, you can get those at Walt Disney World all year round. But they're going to be featured in the Germany Pavilion. And I've had them before. Uh, they're excellent Rieslings. I really enjoy them. Uh, one's going to be a little bit drier than, than the other. Um, for Chocolate Studio, I will say I do not have the Rosa Regalis Sweet Red Sparkly Wine. I have had that. And I actually have a bottle in my refrigerator right now. <laughs> but I did have the Justin Cabernet Sauvignon. And that is new. And it was fantastic. Had was very smooth. Had a lot of... it was. It's a bold wine. Um, if you like Cabernets, 
you de- this is one you definitely have to try. It was really good. And it's won awards, too. So it's, it's no joke. It's a good wine. Nice. Um, one of my favorite things was go- is going to be featured at Brewer's Collection. And as you know, Bubba, I like to drink beer. No, no way. No way. Did not know that. Wow. <laughs> so this is a German beer, so imagine that. that it's German beer. That yeah, I'm like. about to say, then it's a German, yeah. So. <laughs> Hacker Porsche um, Hefeweizen. So it's a, a light beer. It is the official beer of Oktoberfest in Munich. Oh, I liked it enough that I couldn't resist going back and getting another sampling of it. Wow. I got to try this then. I got to find this. So that's going to be new this year. So I'm really excited to to have this one. Um, It's possibly going to be my favorite beer at the festival, I think. Nice. Light, uh, but flavorful. It's not a, a lighter beer that kind of is... You know, it's not like a Budweiser or anything like that. Yeah. It has yeah. it has way more flavor than that, but it's not heavy. So it's gonna be good when it when it's hot outside to sit there and drink that. You just have to not drink oh, yeah. too many of them. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to drink your water. Uh, at Hawaii they're adding something new. And that's the Florida Orange Grove Sparkling Pineapple Wine. Mm. If you like pineapple, I you do. wanna try this. It's yes. Farm Fresh is doing Florida Orange Grove's uh, Mango Mama Wine. And I really I really like these Florange Orange Grove's wine. They've had like a, uh, a Key Lime one in the past. I think they did that in the spring for Flower and Garden. And that was really good. So these two new ones are going to be, be great additions. For people who like IPAs. In craft beers, they'll be able to pick up three daughters. It's Bimini Twist IPA. They had, during Flower and Garden, three daughters had a red ale. That was fantastic. Um, I don't like IPAs. They're too hoppy for me. Yeah. This one's um, going to be a little bit on the milder side of hoppiness. So even if you don't like IPAs, you might still want to give this one a try. It's not. It's not too much. And then the next the next ones I'm naming, they've been there before, but they're coming back. New Zealand, Moa Sauvignon Blanc for Australia. Bulletin Place Unoaked Chardonnay. It's a lighter Chardonnay. Um, it's, not, it's not strong with vanilla. Of course, it's unoaked, so you don't have that oakiness. Um, somebody who doesn't like Chardonnays might actually like this one. And for hops and barley, La Crema Chardonnay, which I am a fan of all La Crema wines. So that's one that I never can miss. And then for a Pinot Noir, this one's a very light wine. Uh, Cambria State Winery Bench Break is the Pinot Noir that's going to be there. So that's all the food. Man, I would have got lightheaded drinking all that. (laughs) That's why I said, like, trying to, to drink and eat all that food in two hours Whew. at least you get your exercise getting up to go and grab it from the table and coming back you know, going back and forth back and forth <laughs> i will say i did see some people grabbing seconds of the peanut butter the scallops um what was the other thing oh the duck confit yeah that one was was huge. I saw some people go back two or three times for that. So <laughs> oh, wow. I have a feeling that was going to be a very popular dish. Nice. 
And then some of the new things that are going to be taking place. I'm just going to name a few of these things. Uh, you'll be able to see all this on Dining at Disney. Uh, .com. We will have a, a full page, which is currently under construction with everything Food and Wine Festival 2016 so that you can find whatever information. We'll have menus. We'll have prices once we have that information. But all the special dining events, culinary uh, demonstrations, we're going to have all that as well. But to name a few of the new things that they added, one is, uh, and I think this one's going to sell out and be, it's going to be popular. It's behind the scenes at Trader Sam's Grog Grotto. So you will get to see how these drinks are made, um, how the Asian influence menu is created, and uh, you'll get to learn how to mix your, uh, some of their favorite dark and light spirits. So that only has four dates available, but that's going to be one of the new new experiences. Um, culinary Adventures with the Master Chef. They're going to be having four of those, and it's going to be a three-hour experience. And all guests who attend that particular event are going to take home a complimentary cookbook in an apron to commemorate the, uh, the event. So those are a couple of new things. And then... Uh, one person I know that's coming that they have mentioned and you'll be able to meet him at the Rockin' Burger Block Party is going to be Paul Wahlberg. Now, the last name Wahlberg may sound familiar to you for mm -hmm. a couple of reasons. You might know the name Donnie Wahlberg His from brothers, the TV yes. show Blue Bloods or the fact that he was a member of New Kids on the Block. And you might know Mark Wahlberg, who I still like to refer to as Marky Mark from Marky Mark and the Funky Mark <laughs> back in the early 90s. Uh, um, but of course, he is a very famous movie star now. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to leave that music part in the in, oh, yeah. in the past. He does. He does. Uh, or, uh, the music part in the past and just focus on the fact that he's in he's like this movie star person, but he will always be Marky Mark to me. Not his brother. His um, brother's still doing the new kids on the block thing. Good for him, though. Can you imagine the amount of money he makes off touring that way? Yeah, they're doing like cruises now, from what I understand. Like they're doing like yes. whole cruises. Like, oh. and people want to go. My sister's like, we gotta go. We gotta go. <laughs> I think it would be so much fun to do that. Oh I'm my gosh! <laughs> it's it's um it's nostalgia, you know. Like, oh my it gosh, is. I remember, you know, like. I was only this big at that time. Like, you know? remember doing this dance right here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, his, <laughs> his brother, Paul, along with Donnie and Mark, they own a restaurant called Wahlburgers. There is yeah. one in Orlando. Do you guys have a Wahlburgers out in L.A. yet? No, the nearest one is in Vegas. Uh, they did open one recently in Vegas, but my sister did go to the one in uh, Boston, I believe, last a couple weeks ago. She was there and they actually went to the Wahlburgers and they said it was delish. It was amazing there. Wow. Yes. And they got to put their little pin. They have a map, too, of um, people that come from around the world. And, well, we're from Bakersfield. And so Bakersfield wasn't marked. And they got to mark a little pin on the map. You know, it's like somebody from Bakersfield came into this location. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah, so Paul Wahlberger, who is the, the chef there, um, he is going to be attending the Rocket Burger Block Party. I wish I knew which date it was going to be. It, it does take place on, um, actually, it's going to be taking place September 30th, October 14th, and November 11th. Of course, all these things we're discussing because, you know... It's still a couple months away yeah. for food and you know food and wine, so things are always subject to change. Mm-hmm. But so far, those are the dates. I wish I knew which one because I would have to figure out a way to get down there because I would really like to to <laughs> to meet you know Paul Wal- Wahlberg. Uh, I do watch that show Wahlbergers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's on what A and E, I think is what yeah. it's on. Yes, but yeah. So he's coming. Party for the Senses, which is a fan favorite event, is going to be doing themed parties this year. So each one will be different with a different theme. Some of the themes are going to include chefs from Disney Springs. There's going to be one that features the Disney chefs. And then they're going to do two, uh, what they're calling Yellowween Masquerades, and that's for Halloween. And that's going to take place on Friday, uh, October 28th, and Saturday, October 29th. So that should be a lot of fun. With that one, you are um, they recommend you to come dressed in yellow and black. So all getting into the fun of the Yellowween Masquerade. But those are just a, a few of the things that are going to be taking place. Um, and coming up in just a few minutes, we're going to have the audio from Culinary Program Manager at Walt Disney World, Marianne Hunnell. Uh, do you have any questions, Bubba, about all this stuff I've talked well, about? When does this start, actually? When does the Food yes. and Wine Festival start? It starts September 14th and will run through November 14th. So you wow. have a full two months. 62 days. Wow. So much better than here in California when we had it for basically just the weekends, I, I would assume, because that's when all the events happened were during the month of uh, April. So we, I would say it was like eight, nine days as opposed to your what? So we counted 62 days for you guys. So that's yeah. going to be amazing. Yeah, because so once, once uh, the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival kicks off, it happens every single day. Wow. Well, that's going to be fun. Fun, fun, fun for everyone. I cannot wait till they officially announce the Eat to the Beat concert series, which takes place in the American Gardens Theater. And there's three showings a night, and it's every single night. And it includes many famous bands like... Uh, Gin Blossoms, I believe they're coming back. One of the songs I heard them playing was a Billy Ocean song, uh, that Get Out of My Car song. Do you remember that? Get out of my dreams. Yes. Get into my car. Yes, I know. Yes. So I'm a karaoke a feeling, DJ, so I know, I know basically all the Billy Ocean songs. <laughs> so I have a feeling he's going to be returning this year. Nice. Well, but Jim Blossoms will be. We'll be doing that one again. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love Jim Blossoms. I Is Sugar Ray coming back? That I don't know. I would. I would hope to see them come back. I know that they really enjoy doing that particular event. Uh, we had friends who were staying over at the Boardwalk, and so we were hanging out at the resort with them. Well, we happened to meet 
one of the band members who was hanging around outside and was saying how much they love doing this because they get to do something they enjoy and bring the wife, the, the kids, family, yes. and do the whole family thing. Take advantage, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Yeah, I'm hoping they come back. Uh, that's been one of my favorite bands to see. Mark McGrath still gets up on stage and runs around and everything like he's, you know, 20 years old. It's He's <laughs> so full of energy. It's amazing. Well, you've seen the picture of him singing to me, right? Uh, yes, I have. Yeah. You guys were like, oh, yes, he was right there just singing to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> And I'm like, this girl is obsessed with Mark McGrath. <laughs> <laughs> that, I got to tell you, that was that was a, one of those priceless moments, you know? Yeah. So I bet. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, Food and Wine Festival will be taking place uh, September 14th through November 14th. Sunday through Thursday, park hours are 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. And then on select Fridays and Saturdays, 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. So you have All right. lots of food and drinking. Uh, July 11th is when they will come out and announce the official schedule for the food and wine festival events that are taking All right. place. Uh, I believe it's in the audio, but I believe Marianne said the 21st is when people will be able to start booking all okay. of their all of their events for that so but we'll have all that stuff up on the website for you and as more information gets released we're always going to be adding that stuff to the website so well let's go ahead and get into our interview with culinary program manager marianne hunnell and then this year we also have a eat to the beat dining package series very similar to what we've done with candlelight in the past for most of our Epcot rest. Enjoy some uh, a dinner or in some cases a breakfast and then be able to enjoy a performance of the Each of the Beat concert series, which will be at 5.30, 6.45, and 8 p.m. daily over at Amgarden Theater. And one thing, I don't know if any of you realize, but kind of the inside of the inside, we actually have an ultimate day tour for a very exclusive amount of guests. It's a very limited amount of tickets that go on sale. And it's booked through our uh, special services uh, department. And this is where these guests actually have a special tour for the whole day. It's a guided tour with a lot of special type of things that go on. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about this because we did this for the past two years and the guests who have had the opportunity of doing that have had just an amazing time and really wanted to make sure that you all knew about this. And this year, this is going to be on, on Fridays. So if you happen to want to spend you know, a good amount of your time with a guided tour, starting off with a brunch um, in the morning, which is with the What's Cooking With, and then all of these special type of uh, arrangements that we've made to make it the ultimate day for a festival experience, this is the tour that you want to do. And that's on Fridays. Merchandise this year. Once again, our merchandise team has just gone over the top. You know, we've got a, a lot of really incredible logo merchandise and just some really special things. We were hoping to get some samples here today, but the best I could do right now is, did you see these two lovely bottles? Yes, we do have our festival private label wine, and I'm very excited to share with this. They actually just came here yesterday 
So I was able to be able to get the bottles. Unfortunately, we don't have any samplings of them like we did last year. But right now, you've been able to taste some really incredible beverages throughout this presentation that I'll be talking a little bit more about um, to come. Global marketplaces. Well, this year, we have over 30 marketplaces again. And I am going to introduce our new executive chef, chef, Chef Michael Deardorff. He is uh, going to join me now and talk a, a big round of applause for Chef Michael. <laughs> and Chef Greg, just so you all know, Chef Greg is still a part of the, the festival. In fact, very, very close part of the festival. Um, in fact, he's around here somewhere, but he is now promoted to the culinary director of Epcot. So very excited to share this information. And many of you know Chef Michael because he's been a part of the festival for the past several years. But now he is the executive chef, so I'm very excited about the promotion. Congratulations. Well, thank you very much. And I actually powdered my head for this event. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're going to talk a little bit about the new food items. So I'm going to let Chef Michael take it away from here. Okay, we've got several uh, new items, which are actually we're showcasing today. Uh, one we're really excited about, and uh, it's a Village Farms. It's basically they're a gourmet tomato producer. Uh, we're dedicating an entire marketplace to them, and one of the dishes you tried today was the duck confit on the polenta with a fire-roasted salsa. Now, with this marketplace, we wanted to show different things you can do with tomatoes. We've made a gazpacho, and we also have a nice tomato salad uh, with the tomato vinaigrette, which we're basically showcasing. We're going to be doing four uh, varieties of their tomatoes, and uh, they're, they're a great, great product. Uh, in our wine and dine studio, we do have a, uh, we have a scallop. We've kind of moved it out of Scotland, where it's been the last several years, and we've kind of done a Napa Valley twist to this one with the uh, truffled celery root puree, uh, with the Brussels sprouts and wild mushrooms. And then we have a, uh, a little slight reduction on that. Now the one we're really excited about, and my partner Julia, my sous chef, came up with, uh, was for Greece. We needed a new dish for there, a new vegan dish. So we came up with Greek nachos. Uh, so we kind of fused that together. So we're using uh, pita chips, uh, the Gardein sausage crumbles, We've made the tzatziki sauce out of cashew cream, and then the feta cheese, in air quotes, is actually tofu that we've seasoned to give it that feta flavor. Now, the, uh, the hops and barley, uh, we're really excited about. We, we played around with this dish. It's basically an open-faced grilled cheese, but the grilled cheese part is Texas toast with garlic butter, pimento cheese, and we've uh, done a smoked beef brisket that we've kind of brought over from Flower and Garden, but we're going to be smoking it behind Germany, so it's it's an absolute awesome dish. We're really excited about that one. Uh, the Wine and Dine Studio, its partner with the scallop, will be a pork tenderloin, so it'll be seared out on stage, along with a uh, Keneally bean ragu, uh, and it's in the dough reduction. And then the uh, heirloom tomato salad, again, will be in Village Farms. Uh, again, we've got a, uh, still waiting on the official name of it, but uh, the Village Farm is the producer of the tomatoes, uh, along with goat cheese, aged balsamic vinegar, and some micro -basin. Such a delicious 
everything is like so delicious. When we were doing the tastings and seeing some of these new food items, just amazing. The team has just done an incredible job. Thank you for sharing a little bit of the sneak peek and also with getting everything out there. I think we've got 16 items today that, that you're having the opportunity of, of tasting, getting that sneak preview. So more to come. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And if you have any questions, we're available to uh, talk to any of the marketplaces with you. Thank you, Chef Michael. Now talking some of the beverage piece, um, very excited as mentioned before about the opportunity of having the second year of our own private label and I've worked with many different cast members including Rick that some of you have already talked to um, about the beverage and uh, our own master sommelier Brian Cozio who was also part of the process this year. So we're really elevating, not that the previous years was was not by any means elevated, but this year we're really doing some great things around the wine program. I don't know if any of you had the opportunity of tasting the Robert Mondavi 50th anniversary wine, which is located in the back. What do you think of that? I mean, this is a real special wine. And we are one of the few locations that will have this wine. There was a limited amount of cases that were produced, and we were one of the locations that will be serving it by the glass, actually in the Wine and Dine studio, and then we'll also have it available for sale in the wine shop. And then Condondrum, which is the um, Wagner family winery, they have got a 25-year celebration as well. So that's going to also be sold in the... Um, wine and dine studio along with some other types of uh, wines. Very excited about sharing that. And then everything that you tasted today, we were so grateful to have um, our vendors come out to really showcase what is going to be served at the festival in Germany or in some of the different um, hops and barley. In fact, in hops and barley, how many of you like that uh, spiked orange tea that you had on your way in? That's going to be over at Hops and Barley. So we've got a lot of different varieties of wines and cocktails and beverages and beers. And our craft beers are just amazing as well. So you're going to really enjoy the selection that complements um, the food. The food is amazing. The beverages are amazing. And now I'm going to talk a little bit about all of the other content of the festival. As a 62-day festival, we have so many things going on, a lot of new things going on, and I want to try to talk as much about it as possible, as quickly as about it. And in your program that you received today, all of this information should be in there. Now, once again, this is a sneak preview, so there have been adjustments made already, and I'm going to try to go through those. But the best thing to do is July 11th, check on the website, because that is when everything should be going live. And if there were any tweakings that needed to be made from this day forward, that's where that will be your main source along with our own Pam Brandon and her blogging, which is really great. So mix it, make it, celebrate it. What is that? That is our way of at 4 o'clock every single day, our guests are going to be able to engage in some type of activity, whether it's making your own spice blends or making your own cocktails or just learning about uh, compound butters and, and making different things. But every single day, you are going to learn from the experts and you'll be able to have a place setting that you'll be able to do some of the activity along with those celebrated chefs and beverage professionals. Very excited about bringing this program to the festival this year. Boot camp. We love our beverage boot camp. And last year, you know, we were able to do some 
uh, some events around um, special cocktails or blending. This year we've got Demystifying Bourbon, the Jim Beam way, and the great-grandson of uh, Jim Beam, Fred No, um, who is also the master distillery. He is going to be there present doing this presentation. And we have Master Sommelier, Andrew Robinson, who's going to be doing a Exploring Wines in Manavi Way and celebrating 50 years of the Manavi Company and Winery. Celebrity chefs this year, very proud for the new lineup. We have Manit Shahoon, who you see on the Food Network, um, Fabio Banjani. He is actually coming from Rome, Italy. We all know the Ace of Cakes, Duff Goldman, Grant Elliott, Elliott Farmer, Morimoto, Paul Warburg is actually going to be here for um, our Rockenberger Block Party. And Joffrey Zakarian, another really great celebrity chef. We're very excited. And this is also in your guide, so this is kind of going when the days of the chefs will be here. Um, one of the things in your guide that's a little bit different is September 23rd. In your guidebook, it says that Robert Irvine will be there. He will not. It will be Andrea Robinson. I don't know if many of you know, but Robert is actually starting a primetime talk show, and he will be in studio, but he said he would make it a point right after he do, he's done with filming, he would come out here and be here on Sunday. So we're very excited about this group of celebrity chefs that will be here and what's cooking with, which are on Fridays and Sundays during the festival. Grand tasting events. We all love Party for the Senses, right? Yay! <laughs> so Party for the Senses will take place here um, on most of the Saturdays, actually all of the Saturdays in um, October, but we're adding one additional um, the weekend of Halloween, so instead of doing one Halloween, and I don't know how many had gone to that last year, but it was just an awesome, awesome event, we are going to have it on Friday as well. But the thing is, is keep in mind, even though we have it both nights, the chefs that will be present, the food that will be present, and the entertainment will be different. So you're not going to want to miss either night if you had a really good time last year. And then on Saturday, October 15th, it's going to feature all Disney chefs, from around the world, so we've got our own Disney executive chefs here, and then we have some of our chefs that are able to come abroad, and then also in Disneyland. And then one of the things that we're doing really special this year is on October 8th, many of you may not have had the opportunity of going out to Disney Springs. Well, we're bringing Disney Springs to this room, and all of the chefs who are participating in a restaurant out there will actually be doing a party for the census evening um, featuring all of the chefs of that particular program. Grand tasting events, Rock and Burger Block Party. Last year we introduced that um, to the festival. This year we're making it a real throwdown. We have got seven different chefs, including celebrity chef Manit Chahoon, Alex Seidel, and Jahangir Mehta, that are going to actually be part of this competition along with other chefs. And you will be able to vote on your best burger and there'll actually be award ceremony afterwards. So this is going to be the ultimate throwdown in this area on select Fridays during the festival. So what's new? Well, another thing that's new, <laughs> I keep going on and on. Um, this is something that we're very excited about. Many of you have had the opportunity to go to dining events, our signature dining events that are outside of Epcot. Well, we've decided to expand on that this year. So we've got four new programs that offer an interactive type of program. So Brunch with a Twist, which is going to be featuring 
under the helm of Executive Chef Scott Hunnell. Hmm, do we know him? Um, <laughs> he's going to be uh, actually uh, pulling together all of the chefs over at the Grand Floridian, and they're going to be doing this incredible Grand Floridian-style brunch at Citrico's. And then we've got um, the Culinary Adventures with the Master Chef, and this is going to be with Chef Frank Bro over at the Disney Convention Center. And it's going to be an interactive type of dining event that guests are really going to be able to enjoy on select dates in October and November. Another new um, part, another new event would be behind-the-scenes look at Trader Sam's Grotto at the Polynesian. And this is going to take a dining event into a mixology type of event, so guests will be able to engage in mixology as well as enjoying this dining event. And last but not least, the Secret of Flavor, which is going to be over at the Disney Yacht Club Resort. And this is going to allow guests to have this great dining experience while exploring the, the different sensories of the palate. So once again, all of these four new products, they're going to be available for sale um, when tickets go on sale on July 21st. And you're not going to want to miss any of these new products. There's a lot of new things going on this year. And I have a special I'm announcement. We're going to take a trip together. Something warm, sunny, and beaming with joy. Oh, I, I, I would like that too. But guess what? We are. The Chew is returning to the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival at the Walt Disney World. festival during that time. It was really exciting and they're going to be back um, October 5th through the 7th basically doing some of what they did last year where there's going to be some programming over in the same spot. They're going to be broadcasting um, and then you'll be able to see it on um, TV uh, on the show. So are you excited? Are you is going to have all of its stuff posted, or should, on July 11th. So you're going to want to go to the www.epcotfoodfestival.com, checking July 11th. And then all bookings will be going available live on July 21st. There will be some special bookings that we're looking at, a preview for some of our um, special groups, Tables in Wonderland. Um, and I do believe that's two days before, but... It's a limited amount of seats, and I want to make sure that um, I, we get more information. So we'll be pushing more information to you at a later date on when those dates. And that will be pretty much for the seminars, the, uh, as we call them, the seminars over at the Festival Center and then some of the other bookings. So I think I'm going to wrap it up. And uh, once again, we're 80 days until opening of the festival. And I would like to thank you on behalf of everybody here at Epcot. You know, I would really like to thank you for joining us this afternoon. I'd like for you to take a moment and thank the staff here. We've got so many cast members. Yeah, big round of applause for everybody, please. To do this festival, it really takes a village. And the cast members here today are the ones that you see, you know, pretty much all of the time. 
but there's people from our pricing and our procurement and our legal teams, our finance teams. There's so many other teams that make this festival happen. And it makes me very proud to be able to work with them on a day-to-day -day basis to bring what I think is one of the best festivals in the country, if not the world. And it's here in our own backyard, Orlando. At this moment, I would like for all of you to just please raise your glass in a toast to the 2016 festival, but most of all to each other. Look at each other and clean your glass and celebrate the guest, greatest gift of all is each other and create new magical and moments and memories together that will be embraced in our lives and that we will cherish in our hearts forever. Cheers. Thank you again and have a magical and wonderful afternoon. I'll see you in the park. was our presentation from Marianne Hunnell, who is the culinary program manager for Walt Disney World. We really enjoyed the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival preview. Cannot wait for this to kick off on September 14th. Um, and I don't know. I, that's all I really can say is, oh, 47%. Is that not amazing? 47% of the menu items are going to be new, Bubba. Oh, Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, you're going to have definitely something new for, um, wow. Because I would think they would, you know, start playing the same old stuff, you know, like with, uh, like you said, some of the stuff you said was coming back, but I know a lot of it you were saying, this is new. I like, I like how you put all the little highlights for our notes, new, new, and there was a lot of new stuff. So congrats on that. You guys are going to enjoy a lot of new food there. And then some of the stuff may be permanent, right? Maybe. No, it's all stuff just Oh, okay. Well, then you better book your trips now, then. Book your trips and taste that food for, for us. Let us know what you think of it when it happens. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it, and I'm right now I'm trying to plan to be there at the kickoff of it. <laughs> September so is not coming around soon enough. Oh, I know. So much food to try. All right, well, we better... Well, sorry, you better get some uh, workouts in right now because I would gain so much weight just, just by looking at the menu. <laughs> but you know what you got to think? From Mexico to Can the Canada Pav Pavilion is 1.3 miles. So you just need to walk back and forth. Like, go to, like, every fourth one in one direction and then come back and go, okay, well, we're going to go to every fourth one this way. You do that one day, then another day. And that way you're walking almost three miles just through the the festival part of it. So you're burning calories while you're putting the calories in. I like how you have all this planned out already. You know, your step counters and everything. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of step counters, look, look, got the Fitbit on. <laughs> You've got to keep track of uh, how much you're walking in, at Disney and make sure yeah. you're not, you know, the calories don't count when you're there. But when you leave <laughs> and you come back to the real world, those calories have now counted. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> 
Well, that is our show for you guys today. We hope you enjoyed hearing all about what is coming up to this year's Food and Wine Festival. We do want to thank you so much for downloading the show. We are brought to you by the Weeby Geeks Network and can be found on iTunes. It can be streamed on Stitcher. You can watch this webcast on YouTube. Be sure to like and subscribe to our feeds. Share with your friends. And we would love it if you would give us a five-star rating and review. Tell us what you're loving so we can do more of that for you guys. Yes. For those who want to know how to support us, well, that is easy. You can shop our affiliate links. You'll see the Disney Store Garden Grocers for having your groceries delivered to your Walt Disney World Resort. Jelly Belly. And who doesn't love jelly beans? I love jelly mm. beans. And they're not just for Easter. Um, <laughs> as well as you can pick up our ebook. We've got right now the Epcot Dining Guide. And at this point, we are donating proceeds from that book. 100% of what you are buying is going to help one Orlando fund. And that's the one that helps. Uh, those that were affected by the Pulse shooting, both the victims as well as their families. And Excellent. then before Food and Wine Festival, we'll have the Epcot Food and Wine Festival guide for you as well with lots of links that can take you to stuff online that, that you might want to know while you're in the parks. Uh, we are on Patreon as well. That link's on the website if you want to help out the show. Uh, like Bubba just got a new Ethernet cable, so we're hoping this show is sounding really good right now. I mean, we've gotten Bubba a new microphone so far, got him a new headset. Now he's got an Ethernet cable. So everything, if, if you sponsor us on Patreon, it's going to these <laughs> make this show better so you guys can enjoy this even more. Yes. Okay, Bubba, tell everybody where to find you. You can find me on the social media that is the internet. Big underscore Bubba underscore B. Instagram and Twitter. Uh, posting news. Trying to post as it comes out. I have a little, little tweet that just came out the other day saying that Paradise Grill reopened. So you can check out uh, check that out. I'll also be posting to have a little bit of changes on their menu. And, uh, you know, all things Disney. Not only that, just stuff going around that I think is very interesting, in my opinion. So follow me. Big underscore Bubba underscore B. And see if they were following you. What is the one movie they would know about that's that's coming out in 2018? Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> number I'm two. so happy they just number two. They just announced it. So yes, I'm like yeah. I was so happy the the day they announced that it was coming out. Like fine. I mean, I knew it was, but Disney didn't say anything. Then they finally got the directors and uh, the main character. They came out, did a little video saying we're coming back. And everybody's coming back, so uh, I can't uh, look forward to that. And you've seen my costume, too. I've, I'm, I'm a huge fan. Yes, you are. <laughs> as far as Dining at Disney, you can find us at DiningAtDisney.com and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Periscope, Snapchat, all those places, Dining at Disney, on YouTube to watch the videos of the podcast as well as anything else we might record and decide to throw up on the channel. It's The Dining at Disney. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, bon appetit. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings and is intended for entertainment purposes. 